0: Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 125, Episode 3 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, guys yeah. production of <gasps> iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially, off the top, fuck the Koch brothers! No, they're nice. <laughs> no, they're the nicest. And fuck Fox News, especially. Yeah. Uh, it's Wednesday, March 18th, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I've been to Trader Joe's. I've been to Costco. I crossed the I 10 for a single roll. My toilet paper's low. That is courtesy of Christy yamaguchi Maine. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co host, Mr. Miles Gray.
1: Wash your hands. Wash them, Miles of Gray. <laughs> Don't make plans. Stay in the house all day. Look at that. Let's make this go away. <laughs> Thank you to At Crispy Meme Donut Christy Yamaguchi, Maine. Oh, you got yeah. two in there. That's an exact. Wow,
2: wow. Oh, it's gonna be a big day.
1: Oh, oh. Wow. Uh-huh. Do we have a
0: hat trick? <laughs> Do we got the try need yeah. to? start throwing octopi onto the ice. Uh, uh, yeah. We'll see. We are thrilled to be joined in our third seat. Uh, by the hilarious, the talented, the third host of our show, she is Jamie
2: Lofton. Don't die young. Hot take to hot take, we stand. <laughs> My Zoom is girl, little Zam. Loftus, please don't fall ill. Oh, it <laughs> oh, is. There it is. It's Christy Yamaguchi and Christy Hat-trick. The Hat-trick. Drop the bomb. dropping
0: the bomb. Uh, and wow, I think we congrats. need a siren in there, too, with yeah. all these Good. hockey references. I love it. Truly a genius. And, Jamie, how are you?
2: I'm, I'm well. I'm well, you know? Yeah? It's, Hanging yeah. in there? Yeah, I, I took my dog on a, a brief walk. You know, okay. there's a lot of people, dog walkers, uh, fully across the street from each other, distancing responsibly. Wow. Yeah. Um,
0: Do you guys acknowledge each other?
2: Uh, well, we we Yes. I think it's important, especially during social distancing, when you've, we've, you can't be close to people, but you should make eye contact. Otherwise, it starts to feel scary.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: So my update is that. And I, I think that the quarantine is going to be a lot of weird poops in the quarantine. Some yeah. weird poops starting from you oh. in particular, your dog. Uh, I mean, I think from the from the entire household, we've been kind of in solidarity on that front. <laughs> yeah, just a lot yeah. of is
1: weird that a, poops. Is that a diet induced uh, variation on in the and the the bowel movements? Hamburger Helper based.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, we were all just talking about how we've been having different uh, variations oh of yeah. hamburger helper. You you I- had. Uh, well, I'm we both so glad.
1: One. Yeah, I'm so glad we both connected because I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been eating a lot of box, a lot more box meals, like tuna helper, hamburger <sighs> helper, going back to my roots." Um, right. And we both found out we both were enjoying the same uh, taco-themed hamburger helper, which has nothing to do with anything closely related to Mexican cuisine, aside from the no. fact that there are crunchy tortilla strips that you put on top the hamburger helper at the end.
2: Which you do, do love to have. It's a good component yeah, of it.
1: It's wonderful. I, I just had to, you know, added a little cumin, a little chili powder, Ooh. some onions, some garlic powder. I had to, the seasoning was not hitting right. So I had to take I had to help the hamburger Ooh. helper. I yeah. am the one whom who helps the burger helper. You said well, help me help you helper. Exactly. <laughs> we've right.
2: really been we've been becoming hamburger meat connoisseurs. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think I don't, I don't know how long that'll last before we're like, well, you know, uh, it would be good in my head. I'm like, we got to help small businesses in order to take out. And it's some that some of that. But also it's like we can't keep eating hamburger meat. We keep shitting.
1: Yeah. Also, yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's good that you're meat. shitting,
0: at least, because sometimes, <laughs> uh, yeah, red meat just doesn't allow for that. Stay oh, level, uh, And then things we're keeping get really things- weird like two weeks down the road.
2: Oh, oh! something to look forward to. <laughs> uh,
0: so where you're ordering takeout, then you're spicing it up with a little helper. Is that what's going on?
2: No, we've no, been no, making no. our own She's hamburger. She's respecting meat.
0: the helper. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Got yeah,
2: got it. no, helping um, a helper is a solo endeavor. I don't, I don't presume that a, a restaurant needs their help. I need their help right. for sure. Right. You,
1: you go to a restaurant, you're like, hey, can you toss this hamburger helper into whatever you're making? <laughs> Bring really your quick? own. B Y O H. B Y O H H.
2: I think that you might need a little help. Sorry. <laughs> um,
1: we are a Michelin starred Mexican restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but you know, customer is yeah, yeah, sure, right. Sure,
0: sure. Sure. More on that later. More on that Uh, later. (laughs) Yeah. I actually went to a Rite Aid last night to pick up some meds for the fam, and it was completely empty, other than me. I'm wondering if, and like it didn't, I mean, some of the stuff, like the bread is still all gone, the eggs are still all gone, but for the most part, it didn't look like it had been completely scavenged. Uh, I'm wondering if the whole hoarding thing and what we've been seeing in grocery stores is going to, Slowly uh come to an end. I mean, well, I know
1: a lot of the stocks were empty or the shelves are empty because they needed time to restock. But I think also, yeah, there's just been such a run on all these products that uh, I haven't been into a grocery store in a few days. But from the photos I'm getting, it seemed the one consistent thing seems to be they're either doling out the toilet paper if they have it and pasta and fro- like frozen food was still seemed to be every- on everyone's mind as the easiest thing to make. So yeah, you know, I,
2: yeah, I we've been going to, there's like a bodega down the street from us and they're like small shops. I feel like people kind of overlook them sometimes because they're still mm-hmm. like super well stocked. We were able to get a case of water bottles from there yesterday.
0: Yeah, I feel oh. like that's the secret is people are all posting video and photographs of their main grocery stores that have like the shelves completely cleared
1: off. But uh, there there are places
0: where you can still get stuff.
1: Yeah, yet we still have this blind spot to small businesses. Yeah.
2: You think we would have learned Don't trust by them. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> liquor store, one of the liquor
1: stores that. by my house has so much toilet paper. I was like, yep, I know y'all are good cuz <laughs> no one, no one go, everyone who goes in there is just buying like malt liquor or blunt wraps um and maybe the odd star-kissed tuna can.
2: Yeah, that's why we yeah. know what's at the bodega is because my because Isaac has to go get a pack of Swisher sweets every forty five seconds. So uh,
1: <laughs> wait, is he smoking blunts?
2: He's yeah, he's smoking blunts.
1: Oh, Jamie, I didn't know he was a blunt smoker. My man.
2: Yeah, what he's a he's a Milwaukee blunt smoker.
1: What do you think? What do you think when you see your man just being like, hey, babe, I got to go I gotta go. cop another pack of Swishers and crack them open real you quick? Yeah,
2: it's, it's always, I always forget it's going to happen when we're at the store, and then he'll go to the front and be like, hey, and uh, can I have a pack of Swisher-sweesh? <laughs> it's just like, it doesn't like, it doesn't fall, it doesn't like trip off the tongue in any elegant way. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I like how he says
1: Swisher sweets because the the <laughs> old heads are like yo. Let me get some. Let me get the Swishers real quick. Does he get a flavor or is it just the normal like maroon color package?
2: Just the regular package. Wow. Yeah. Is that is that? I don't smoke blunts really, so I don't I don't know like what the what the I almost
1: oh uh, no. I mean, it's really up to the smoker. I mean, now with all of the little hints of flavor, a lot of people have strayed away from the traditional Swisher sweet. Uh, mm-hmm. I I like the grape ones myself. But Ooh. yeah, to each their own. I, wow. There's just something so funny, I, Jamie. I just want to see you around Isaac smoking a blunt. I just want to witness your how you are around it, how how like what his swag is because I did not take Isaac. For a blunt smoker.
2: Oh yeah, he's full on high school weed dealer. He goes up, he gets the Swisher sweets. You know the whole, the whole, yeah. the whole. He's got he's the, the Ford the whole Explorer
1: package. Yeah. He's got the exactly. Ford Explorer with the sound system in it.
2: He's like, yeah. I mean, we we should probably get a pet snake to just really seal the deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, I do want to say that I immediately pegged him as a blunt smoker, uh, high school oh, weed dealer. Thank you so, so yeah. much. That's Jack's sixth sense,
2: actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It's my weird, uh, super. Superpower. First time I uh, met him,
2: he came
1: up to me. He was like, "Oh, so uh, you're with Her Majesty, huh? You, you, you're a blunt smoker, right?" Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's like, right, I just you. know
2: because I yeah. She she seems like she'd be with a blunt smoker. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I always see her with Swisher guts stuck to her clothes when she comes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just crumbled tobacco. Uh, oh boy. Um. All right. Well, this is basically what we're gonna be doing this episode. Talking shit. Uh, we'll we'll probably touch on some news stuff. Uh, we'll come up with some tips with dealing with lockdown. Uh, we're going to talk about just general fuckery still going on. Uh, how the Wall Street Journal is uh, they're, they're saying there's a generational divide happening. So we're gonna what? put that uh, put that theory to the test. Uh, check in on the primaries, uh, and we're gonna talk about RuPaul. We're going to talk about uh, some of the more inventive ways we're seeing people uh, spend time during quarantine, uh, all of that, plenty more. Uh, but first, Jamie, Miles, anyone want to share with us uh, something from your search history that's revealing about who you are, where you are, we, where we are?
1: Sure. Should I go first?
2: Yeah, go Sure. First. I will.
1: I, okay, so... I'm really trying to make the most of uh, any free time I have or just to focus myself. I started running, uh, uh, which is Ah. very new for the old old King Blunt smoker over here. Cardiovascular fitness, not a really big part of my day-to-day unless it was when I was playing soccer. Um, So I went on a run. And it's very cold right now in LA. I mean, relative to LA, like it was about 48 this morning when I went for the run, and like I came back and like I started coughing. So I searched mm-hmm. like cough after run, and this seems to be like a light asthma type thing. It's not. It's gone away, but for a moment, I did the thing like everyone does, which is like, okay, it's happened to me. Uh, but it turns out I just. It can happen when you're running in cold, cold air. Oh. Yeah,
0: running running can kind of fuck with my immune system. If I'm like not in good shape and I try to run, it like knocks me down a little bit. So oh, really? that is my excuse for not running. I don't
1: yeah, run. I'm, I, mine I, is I, all that damn hamburger helper I've been eating. I must <laughs> run.
2: I don't run. Uh, I I use I ran in like middle school and I was like really, really good in cross country in middle school, but then I threw up running one time and then I was like, I'm never gonna run again and I haven't.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, go. the key, I've been using, like, a, like an app for guided runs because I didn't realize I was, like, running way too hard whenever I would go on runs because, like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, man, you got to fucking, you got to start killing the road out there and that would just really not be good on the body. Uh, so I had to find, like, what my real, like, sort of pace is in terms of, like, comfortably running and I'm like, oh, right, build from there.
0: That is the secret to running and enjoying running is being willing to run really, really slow. Like embarrassingly yeah. slow, like what you think is too slow because then you can run for longer distances and it becomes much more relaxing and meditative. Yeah. Uh, I so about I really you, Jamie, about anything that. in your search history that's revealing? Yeah,
2: yeah a bunch of stuff. Day, day three was rough on the search history. <laughs> I... I I uh, well I I made I let myself make one cursed Amazon order and I promised myself I was gonna leave like a package of like cookies and like something out for the delivery person because I'm like ah I know I shouldn't be ordering a violin to the house but I ordered a violin to the house <laughs> oh you got the violin you did order a I violin got the, I got the violin yeah. and zeit someone in Zeitgang, I gotta uh, hit them back because they were like hey I'm doing remote violin lessons during the quarantine first two free special offer I was like oh shit I'm gonna be a like so, I got I got oh, the violin. Fuck, yeah. I I was looking up uh Club Penguin versus Neopets, trying to figure out where to divert my time, and because there are is that youths- a nightclub? Club pe- Club <laughs> Penguin was the, the nightclub of my youth. It's they re so Club Penguin was this like vert like it was basically like a kids ripoff of the Sims, but with penguins. And you'd be like mm. come come over to my igloo, and you can like talk shit with other kids. Um and, and so they reopened it. I don't know if it has to do with quarantining or if it was just good timing. And then Neoplet, Neopets has never closed and I still play when I, you know, when I when I'm in a when I'm feeling some kind of way, I go into my Neopets account. So I looked up that and then I looked up the most embarrassing one, Isaac caught me Googling uh celebrity workouts for certain movies. I'm like, oh what? <laughs> 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 I go. He caught me googling like my uh, Natalie Portman Black Swan workout. <laughs> he was just like, why would you want to look like Natalie Portman in Black Swan? She looked like, like she yeah, was she like strong, sick. but um, she was supposed to look like she, her. She was falling apart. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you yeah, were yeah.
0: specifically talking about the fingernail workout, right? I was trying to figure like out. Her fingernails yeah, start splitting and falling off. <laughs> That's like the most. Just disturbing piece of body horror that I have experienced.
2: Oh, I love there. We actually well that I guess that's roundabout promo. We have our our cast episode on Black Swan is coming out on Thursday. And hey. it's it like it's so good. I love that movie so much. But that was like, how do I get that black swan body, that skinless, hairless body? <laughs>
1: that freaky swan body. body. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we'll check her uh, out. She's got the swan bod.
0: She's got that swan bod. Uh, I was Googling caffeine content of Mountain Dew Zero. Uh, <laughs> that is what I am consuming. That's well, my guilty pleasure right now. Uh, it's a little higher than regular Mountain Dew, you guys. Uh, it is 68 Uh-oh. milligrams per 12 fluid ounce can, and the usual is 52. So uh, shout out to Mountain Dew Zero. Um, <laughs> I have already finished Forget by the way. Through. I, I should I should uh, announce that I have already finished my uh bottle of Mountain Dew Zero that I started when we started recording. So. Damn, you're like me with I'm the
1: canned at. cold brew right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh Jamie, Miles, me, myself. What is something you think is underrated right now?
2: Oh, this is a fun one. Uh the I I bots like uh RoboCall bots. So I was uh, I was on the phones yesterday for uh, Mr. Bernie, right? I was making calls, and it was horrible. Like yesterday was especially horrible because you have to call people and be like, "Hey, so you know, there's still an election," and they're like, "Isn't that voter suppression?" And you got to be like, "Yep." Uh, so, right. so, but sometimes you'll get like bots that say "hello, hello, hello" a million times, and then it takes you like a few seconds to be like, "Oh shit, this is a bot. I have to hang up." But yesterday. Wait. The
0: bot is answering the phone?
2: Yeah, it's kind of like a trolley bot because they interpret my calling as a robocall. And so some people put in they like use these services. The one I've been coming up against, I figured out what it is. It's called Robokiller. And I guess people will install it to prevent robocalls, which people who are making political calls, it sometimes like registers as a robocall, even though it's like a real person. Mm. So there's a bunch of them I've I found out. I've never got one. I've like made like hundreds of thousands of but like uh you get like someone picks up and they're like, Hey, uh, hey, what well, what's this concerning? And I'm like, hi, I'm Jamie. Dude, I'm calling in the blah, 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 blah. And he's like, Yeah, uh, hold on. I actually it's um I'm in a canoe right now. Uh <laughs> but I really want to hear you out. And I like. I figured out it was a robocall after, or it was like a one like it was basically a ten minute sketch. I listened to the whole thing, and in the sketch, it's <laughs> the the premise of it is that he wants to listen to what you have to say, but he's in the middle. He's in, a canoe. he's in a canoe. He keeps being like, "Sorry, I gotta turn the canoe." Uh, the canoe ends up capsizing. He drops his phone in the water. He retrieves his phone from the water. He gets out. He's arrested. He's shot. Then the cop takes the phone and says, What is this concerning? And then you're supposed to try to talk to the cop about Bernie Sanders' policies. It goes on ah. for so long. I didn't wow. even hear the end. It's oh, so that's
0: d- wild. And then I posted How do we about
2: write it. on those? I don't I know. It was like actually really well written and performed. I fell for it for a little while. And then I, I posted <laughs> about it and someone was like, Oh yeah, there's one where The guy's wife is in labor and he's like, I can listen to you talk about platforms between contractions. There's one where he's like an exterminator and he has to kill a snake while he's on the phone. It's like, I don't know. It was uh, very underrated. I I wish I could listen to them all. I don't know how to access them.
0: Yeah. Shout out to the production company who is uh, (laughs) making it harder for both, uh, I guess, robocallers and people who are trying to do good in the world.
1: Um Miles you there. were
0: saying you were saying that uh hitting your friends up on Google Hangouts sort of underrated
1: very 100% underrated. I I've, I've had uh like morning video hangouts with like old coworkers who like oh. you know how like when you you work at one spot you usually become friends with people some of them you become friends good enough with that like even when you leave you still hang out but other times like you end up in that weird place of always like like edging friendship where you're like, yeah, bro, like we got to kick it soon for sure. Cut to three months later. Yeah, you know, it's going to happen this time. Don't worry. I've used this time to like <laughs> kind of close that gap and like just holler at people and and, and see everyone's face. You know, just it's it's been a very uh, it, it's been useful also, too, I think, because a lot of people, I think, look at sort of distancing or the idea of distancing is like isolating themselves and you yeah. don't want to do that. You want to you actually want to still interact. Obviously, you might not be making plans like you used to and saying, "Oh, we're going to go here tonight. We're going to go there. Let's all meet here." But you can still have your like social interaction uh video-wise. And it's something, you know, like it's do it with like your your turn your text threads that you have where you like are somewhat active or just active every couple days. I guarantee you a lot of people if if they're lucky enough to be working from home and have a little bit of spare time, you can just Connect with everybody for a second. It's very life affirming, and also don't feel bad to say no if people want to make plans, or if people are saying, or don't feel bad if people are telling you no to making plans. This is what is unfortunately being asked of us to limit the spread of the infection. So let's try and make the most most of it, but do that with you know underrated Google Video Hangouts.
0: Yeah, we're doing uh my. Cut, or my nephew's uh, fifth birthday party on Google Hangouts uh, this afternoon. That yeah,
2: so fun. So,
0: cause that was a really cool idea by my sister who is constantly putting me to shame as a parent. She's like <laughs> the best parent.
1: Hey, well, you uh, can one-up by having a violin playing Beetlejuice impersonator and a blunt-smoking <laughs> freestyle <laughs> rapper right. pop in for entertainment. <laughs> That's right.
2: I, I, uh, I, I found this site this morning called quarantinechat.com and it's the <laughs> it's quarantine like chat roulette. <laughs> they're I mean they're 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 marketing it as something that is beautiful right now but by tomorrow uh-huh. quarantinechat.com oh, yeah. right. will be compromised. It'll be uh, full I do of wonder. Nakedness. Yeah, yeah, I do well, wonder. It's just phone, I guess. It's just on the phone so it's like it's Oh, really? Yeah. Like an old party line. line? It says uh, no. I think it just connects you with a random person, like one to one person.
1: Oh uh, wow! So and they're not hot singles in your area.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's in your area. It's it's like a worldwide. I think you just like put in what is the language you want to speak in, and they connect you to someone who speaks that language who oh, so also wants to talk to someone. But that's it's it. Hot and Jamie, singles how many anywhere. of these
0: people? How many of these people are in canoes in the middle of the river? They're <laughs>
2: I talked to Canoe Guy for so long. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I was you like, and Canoe Guy
1: are dating. I was like, Isaac.
2: Right. Like, yeah, I like fully, I fully like, am engaged a to love. Canoe Guy. It's fucked up.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, Zoom, is obviously a lot of people are using that. Uh, but, you know, for anybody who is uh, in recovery, there's a lot of. Uh, different like kind of virtual meetings that are happening using zoom that yeah. uh, are pretty cool like people i don't know zoom's not a bad application and uh it's a good way to you know if you're if you've been thinking about trying out some of the like community-based recovery things like aa and na and stuff like that it's an easy way to just go in there and lurk without anybody you know calling your name or whatever uh, <laughs> yeah so there you go. Uh, let's yeah. take a quick break and then we'll come back with some overrateds and myths and hey. maybe some news, too. Uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. And what's something that we think is Overrated. Miles, you had uh, paying attention to the news or social media.
1: Just get off the news. It's overrated right now to be very engaged with the news, given the restrictions we have on our movement and our ability to interact and socialize. I think the last thing you want to do is have any fucking news station website open constantly and be checking it over and over and over again. I understand we have a natural urge as people to want to know what's happening but there's a fine line between staying informed and like just obsessing over every development to the point that it's it will you'll you will burn out very quickly try, take it from somebody who's been doing a daily podcast trying to cover all of the horrific news around the world constantly try and give yourself some time like you know maybe three times a day allow yourself to check in read a couple whatever the top headlines are um and read some news i would also advise like I I, for for even for this show prior to you know a lot of the things changing with the virus I would never look at news before I went to sleep just good I want to like maintain as much like tranquility going into like my night hours as possible so like give yourself a news cut off like before dinner or whatever if things are that lit you will find out and there's many ways to find out any really pressing information but for the most part like really try and engage with it only a few times a day. And I would honestly, I would, I try and replace it with meditating. Um, yeah. I try and start the morning with that. That's why, I like, I try and make it part of like running. Just meditating in general is such a great way to like anchor yourself to be able to clear your thoughts. I think a lot of us tend to have overactive uh, internal mental chatter that can lead to a lot of anxiety. I know that's true for myself. Um, so meditating is one of the like, it's a really great way to give yourself a little bit of of a, of a rest uh from a little bit of the chaos. If you never meditated before, there are tons of guided meditations online for people just starting out. I I like to listen to this woman named Tara Brock T A R A B R A C H. If you just look at her, she has all kinds of methods of meditating. She has like beginner guided meditations, she has stuff if you want to work on your anxiety. There's just things like that I think are really good just to bring our attention inward and and be able to to be aware of our patterns you know
0: how long are her meditations like what's, they're anywhere uh, from like
1: dude I, i'll do i'll I'll listen to like she'll do talks right on just like our like the fear body right of how fear right. manifests in our physical bodies whether that's like having our shoulders rounded and kind of like kind of folding into ourselves rather than having our chest outs so when we have our shoulders rounded, you know we're kind of succumbing to this feeling of like being vulnerable and i think there are even very little things of just how you carry ourselves too that sort of have these ramifications emotionally um
2: wow, so crunch, like crunch.
1: yeah so she'll do like really cool talks talking about that and like listening to like your fear and anxiety of like not you know i think we have uh we we tend to struggle a lot whenever we have fears or thoughts going through our heads that start going over and over and over again and like learning how to use your fears as like a tool right because we evolved from animals who had to survive. And the right. chill animals who were just like, hey, man, ain't nothing wrong, they probably yeah, were they got, got murked eaten. by predators. So yeah. the, the trait that has been passed along to us surviving now or the, the shook ones who yeah. were doing everything they could to stay alive. So we still have a bit of that in us, and we have to learn that that's a tool. That's like a survival mechanism. And sometimes the button can get stuck in the on mode, and that doesn't mean that yeah. the fear is real. It's just that your toolbox, your kit... Of, you know assessing your environment and what the threats are is just stuck in the on position so she has a lot of really good talks of like breaking some of our feelings down like that and and she has like she's got like this dad humor too like she makes really lame jokes that you know <laughs> you she'll deliver them like in many i hate dad humor dad humor you know, many sucks. different like talks like over and over like the same setup punchline but it kind of becomes comforting so check check those out
0: yeah um, it, and are they like five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen?
1: Dude, they're like an hour. They're like oh, really? 40, 45 minute talks. Some are shorter. Okay. There's one for sleep that's like shorter. But yeah, they're they're like they're like good moments to like take a second, sit down, and like give yourself the time to sort of reflect and arm. You give yourself some tools to deal with your own yeah. uh, emotions. I, I meditate
0: know, uh, for five minutes every morning, and I just found a, a weird podcast that I don't think has. Like, I think I drive all the listens on it. It's just like five years old, and I just listen to it. Like, I go through the program. It's like 15 different five minute episodes.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I remember you listening to that. It's called Jack's Namaste Hour, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, that's it's your podcast. Namaste,
2: Jack? Yeah.
1: Namaste, Jack. <laughs> Namaste, Anyways, Jack. Anyway, people should
0: by just Namaste check Jack. it out. I'm not saying it's <laughs> great. I'm not saying I have all the answers, but uh, I my well, chanting is really locked in these days. What were you saying, I,
2: Jamie? I, I I'm still doing uh, ASMR videos. That's still full I mean, that's been my shit forever. But there's there's an overrated, underrated dichotomy in ASMR right now. Cause you got like your ASMR that is like peaceful and good and just kind of like they they have um stuff that's like meditation ASMR. Um mm-hmm. there's a user called Loon Innate that is really, really good about like it's like either like motivational ASMR or like stuff to calm you down when you're panicking, and it's just like done in the style of ASMR. That's really cool. Um, and then in in the freak zone of ASMR right now, there's a lot of coronavirus themed ASMR videos that are like oh. pretty funny, but n- <laughs> defy the point of, <laughs> Wait, of the medium. But there's right. all these coronavirus like the most famous or one of the most famous ASMR artists. This girl, um, ASMR darling, did this whole 30 minute video last week of her like testing you for she's like the, the role play is she's testing you for coronavirus. Wow. And you're like, mm, this isn't what I wanted or <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah. this another is
0: the most relaxing thing I can imagine.
2: Another famous one. This is another famous user that I'm like, they're t- they're just funny. Dean ASMR uh uploaded doing your makeup in the coronavirus quarantine room (laughs) which is an overlap of a lot of different kinds of role plays and it's the most chaotic version of all of them so don't watch those i would recommend luninate uh asmr videos she like runs a new age shop in new york and then does asmr videos and she's great
1: I didn't realize they were doing uh, coronavirus tests by slightly scratching your hair. <laughs> the whole yeah. point
2: of these ASMR videos <laughs> is that someone's pretending to touch your face. Um, right. It's just people reaching into the camera and touching your face. Um, <laughs> so it might cause more anxiety than not right now. I mean, yeah, I right. wouldn't recommend the ASMR coronavirus. I mean, unless they work for you. Whatever works for you. The but sub-genre. The yeah. actual calming person for me right now is I've been fucking with a lot of Luninate videos.
0: Luminate. And is it uh is that somebody named Nate who is an ASM artist?
2: There no, I forget what her name is. She doesn't say what her um oh, okay. her name is very much. Um uh, but she's no, an she, energy jazz. She's she's, a, she's more right. of okay. an idea. She does a lot of zodiac <laughs> ASMR, she does like Reiki stuff. Like she does a lot yeah, of like yeah. fun woo-woo stuff that it calms me down. I like it.
0: Mm. I love Reiki Lake. Reiki Lake—that's another good name. (laughs) Uh, What is a myth? Are there any myths we want to debunk?
2: Oh, uh, here's a myth. Uh, My uncles are gonna obey the quarantine if Tom Brady leaves the Patriots on St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) (laughs) You think you can do that and have my all my con artist uncles not run into the street with fucking knives in their hands? Get real. (laughs) Are they freaking out? they i don't i don't talk to them i it stands to reason that they're freaking out they're losing their shit everyone in their home feels unsafe like how could you lock a grown con artist from new england in their <laughs> home and then be like oh also tom brady's leaving the patriots it's and it's st patrick's day and you can't get blackout in in, in a, at a at a local business you can't yeah this is it's a yeah, bad it's a bad day. It's a bad it's, day. Yeah,
1: it's a very specific, specific tragic day for people. Oh. Like for a if very you specific
2: are, kind of person. It is. Yeah, the exactly. Worst day. Like
1: you're a New Englander who counts on fucking St. Patty's to fucking throw him back, slant your pal, and you hear that Tom Brady is leaving. Oh, I like, my heart goes out. My heart goes out. What else? What next? Fuck?
2: What the it's fuck really... is going on here? They're like <laughs> losing their shit. I'm it's so interesting. The NFL
0: has decided to it, to just kind of do business as usual because it's the sort of thing that you can do remotely, is trade players right. or make announcements that you're planning to leave your current team. And I don't necessarily begrudge them for that reason. It seems like people people need something to talk about who don't want to yeah. talk about COVID nineteen over and over again. At the same time, uh, yeah fuck Tom Brady. Uh, Oh, wow. I'm just joking.
2: (laughs) I I mean, it's like, I don't even really know the details of it. Like, I don't, I, I I don't, it's, it's not something I'm very invested in. I just like to picture my uncle's angry and it's, it's funny to me. (laughs) I think, I mean, I was talking with, um, because my whole family lives in that area and I was asking them about like the weekend of like, oh, were people staying away from bars over the weekend? And they were like, fuck no. And it's like, I think that 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 seems to, per my brother, it seems to be like one of the big motivations for why Massachusetts was like a little ahead of the curve and shutting down bars and restaurants because they're like, people will not, not go out on St. Patrick's Day unless you legally do not let them. And the same for like, I think Ireland is doing their parade remotely, which is kind of fun. I'm like, I don't know how that works, but could be cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I was
1: hearing a lot of people, like even in L.A., I was a little shocked to hear some people like, yeah, dude, going to Bar Apocalypse, like the, like the last night you can go to a bar and it's like,
2: Please. yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, barpocalypse,
0: that's... huh?
1: Yeah. But yeah, I think also seems... the rain may have helped the city, I think. I wonder if it did, because like L.A. is obviously already if it rains, people just don't know what to do and stay inside. So I think this coupled with the rain in the city, I'm, I'm hoping may end up being a net positive uh, for yeah. sort of restricting things.
0: I mean, this is kind of the myth that I wanted to address is uh, the Wall Street Journal had a front page article. A generation war is brewing over coronavirus and is basically positing the idea that uh, young people are not taking it seriously enough. And they're just uh, it's young people. Who are causing, or who are going to cause the spread? But all of their examples of young people who are going out and uh, fucking around are like on the campus of Princeton and like <laughs> in in Manhattan bars, and it's like, yeah, those are privileged uh, people, privileged young people who are used to not having to account for their own actions. I feel
1: like right, in a
2: lot and of rarely cases. have to.
1: Well, and also, I mean, oh, I thought they were going to take the, the angle of sort of like, oh, well, these other people are still going out and like working or something like that. I mean, I think there's a, you know, if you have a job where like you walk dogs or the other things, like you can't stop that either because right. not everyone has the ability to be like, yeah, I can somewhat maintain income to live, but completely upend like how I move physically throughout the world. I think is an absurd notion, but no, they just yeah. like found
0: a bunch of club kids around the world and were like, like they had interviewed a kid, a 30 year old kid in France who was like, they're preventing <laughs> us from living, how you say. Uh, and like in uh, Berlin, there were a bunch of people who were refusing to stop partying. But again, it's like a very yeah. specific. A uh, group of young people and they're being like, "This is a generation war. They're trying to kill us." Wall Street yeah, Journal readers. Yeah, that's not
2: readers. fair. Yeah, that's not fair mm-hmm. to be, be like, "Oh, that is like everyone." Yeah, oh, and I also silly, feel
0: like silly. it's like the older people were the hardest to get on board with this actually being a thing. Like there, there was this Sean Hannity clip where I mean, his his uh, I think key demographic is like. 65 to 85 and like he was talking about how this was all being overblown to sell medicine he literally said like it was like it was almost like he was channeling the guy from uh (laughs) from contagion uh, contagion yeah the jude law character from contagion Uh, and then he changed his uh tone he changed his story once trump started taking it more seriously. He was like, well, well look, are real people yeah. are just trying to... It, it became a thing where Democrats are trying to politicize it, like some vague wording, but it really seemed like Trump and Fox News and that whole generation were trying to just kind of uh, downplay it for a long time and claim that it was just, you know, part. it was being overblown by the Democrats and the, the media. So it, it seems weird to me that now that the conservative media is on board wall street journal who is you know closer to the center than most conservative media comes out with yeah. an article being like the young people aren't taking it seriously it's enough it's like no that that was you guys
1: well yeah or else they'd have to write an article that was like an assessment of what the president's doing
2: right and that yeah, would not
1: yeah so not you might as well do just, that. well especially with like the markets slightly not being totally fucked up uh as of st patrick's day but still like yeah it, it's must must be easier to start being like okay let's not create the narrative here that we need to be looking at our leaders in the federal government and for answers as to why this is not going the way it should be um right. jesse waters from fox news he had My to man like, did you see him he apologized he apologized well not apologized oh. but was like basically like uh look i didn't take it seriously. I really should have. It was not the right move for me to go out. Um, I just, I, I realized this is much more serious than I had let on. And it was kind of interesting to see him sort of like pretend to humble himself. I mean, he did, but he was, he like mentioned how he went to his mom's and she made him wear gloves to come inside the house. And she was like really suspicious that he might have coronavirus, And he was just like, He's like, this doesn't even make sense. But I think as it all came together, and he saw how the world was treating it, he was like, "Yeah, I, that's wasn't the right move." And his mom is is very liberal too, uh, right. which is really funny. And it like all like she's he's just always breaking her heart uh, when he goes <laughs> on TV with like his racist bullshit. So uh, it was interesting yeah. to see him come. He's come a- make, make good to mommy.
0: Yeah, he's a fucking monster, piece of shit, uh yeah. who has also stolen Tom Green's bit of like just,
1: you know, harassing uh, people on the street harassing with the microphone. Him. Well,
0: <laughs> also harassing harassing people, uh but also harassing his parents. Uh, I think that and, the like, real takeaway is
2: them. that uh we were too hard on Tom Green and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's actually he's, a cool. He's a
0: visionary. Yeah, um, I know, we
1: should we should all endeavor to see what Drew Barrymore saw in him. Yes. Oh real wow.
2: I for I forget Drew Barrymore is fascinating. You're just like what? I so mean, interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: What like she's I mean, one, of people, mm. one of those people? You seen
1: ET, man?
2: One
0: of one of those people who I think like Michael Jackson, like from a very young age, was just weirdly like so famous that their life might have might as well have been a psychology experiment. Yeah, but right, well, wasn't right. she
1: like partying at like Studio 54? She was doing as, like, cocaine baby? when she was
0: like 10. It's
1: or, yeah, wild. Some like right. wild drug use as a child. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a quick path to growing up. I mean, there's
2: now downsides to nepotism.
0: Yeah, mm. but now she's like an otherworldly being who's just, hmm. yeah. Um, well, shit, guys, we have not gotten into any news and we're at our <laughs> second break. Should we take a break and try and blast through some news? do it yeah all right all right quick break we'll be right back and we're back and there's still fuckery going on turns out in the oh uh, yeah amongst republicans
1: Yeah, I mean, look, uh, everyone has their eye on the coronavirus as they should be, and it's consumed the news cycle. But while this is happening, you can also fuck the legal system from home, too, it turns out. Um, Because Bill Barr uh, is basically ordering the Department of Justice, they're dropping uh, one of their cases against the Russian company that was behind the Russian troll farm that like Robert Mueller in his report was like, all right, let me lay out the entire structure of this like shell game company who owns it, where the money's coming from. Uh, These people need to be charged. And, you know, I think a lot of people knew even when he when Mueller presented the report, it's like it's going to be hard. These guys all live in Russia. It's not like they're going to fucking fly over to the U.S. to stand trial. But they did hire lawyers to show up in court to defend them. Um, And like these guys, these lawyers that were like defending this uh, this Russian company were just they were just bootleg ass lawyers. They were like dropping F-bombs in court documents. They just didn't know what they were doing. And sort of ironically, they were sort of trolling the court um, because they knew no one would like physically go to jail. So what they did was essentially just weaponize the American legal system and judicial process to try and extract intelligence like information on how the u.s is able to gather this kind of information um so like because they were standing trial like through the discovery process they were asking um like well we need all these documents that show like how you came to this conclusion or how like what this evidence is of that like how these things were structured um and the prosecutors were complaining that a cache of documents that could be shared with the defendants included details about government sources and methods for investigation um, like just like really secret shit. Um, and so they were like, I don't know if this is worth pursuing because if we keep going with the case, then we will have to hand some of this stuff over, which we know is just going to go straight back to the Kremlin. So maybe it's best to drop it. Now, I think from that standpoint, it probably is a sound decision, but I also don't trust anything Bill Barr is doing. Um, so he could be up to something, but this isn't the only case against the company. But it's it's worth noting uh, the kinds of, you know, these other things are still happening behind the scenes. And there are many other balls to keep watching uh, as we juggle all the topics in the news.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It does feel like certain people are like, this is a good time to get away with some shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, the the government is so tied up with other things too. I, I mean, depending on how robust the response is, uh, they may have time to fuck around. They may not. Or the media might not have time to actually report on the other things. So
2: I something mean, to yeah. I still don't want to let them. I don't. I still don't want to let the media off for like oh they just have other things to focus on. Like I people make time for stories that are important. I don't know. I I've been kind of like. Just uh, and uh, there's so much to cover in the news, and I'm like, I'm not gonna, you know, come for Lester Holt, one of my OG crushes, oh, or wow. anything like that. <laughs> Lester Holt. Lester Holt. I mean, yeah, he's got. There's something about that man. But the b- yeah, but the point similar. is, I was I I watched uh I watched NBC News for. I mean, I don't watch NBC News generally, but I've been trying to watch um news broadcast just to you know as a way of self-inflicting harm on myself but um <laughs> but it is it is kind of it's it's frustrating to see nothing about the pressure to postpone primaries is really being covered um on a lot of sides of the aisle it seems like i mean i didn't check fox news but i feel like it's kind of safe to say that they're also not covering it um yeah. but there was nothing on NBC last night about they just said oh the primaries are happening let's see what happens there's no talk right. of you know the clear voter suppression that's going on there there is um been tweets coming out i mean at the time of this recording uh, ohio f- finally managed to like suspend um in person voting after midnight on the day of voting which right. isn't confusing at all no. uh, and and then in um Illinois and Florida, at least, I've found, I mean, there's just like all sorts of shit going viral about uh, polling sites where the poll workers or the election judges didn't feel safe showing up. So people would show up to vote and then be told, actually, you have to drive a half hour out of your way to vote. And if you don't have enough time with your job or if you don't feel safe doing that, fuck you, you don't get to vote. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's just been happening all over the place. There's been a lot of like medical workers especially who are you know being you know on the clock now more than ever uh that in these states there's been some cases of nurses in Florida that just can't vote because they can't you know drive out of their way to figure out where their new polling place is because there's such a need for nurses right now um it's fucked up. It's just really fucked up. A lot of poll workers are elderly too. So it stands to reason that they're not going to come in to do this. And if they are, they're literally taking their lives in their own hands. Uh, People are saying that they're wiping down the, the polling machines after every, I mean, it's just, it's, it makes no human sense that like at a time where even the president had to, you know, admit, you know, we can't gather in, more than 10 people of, at a time yeah. how can you ask people to come and vote and it's frustrating i mean no matter who you support in the primary that's just like so deeply irresponsible that the dnc would not uh advocate for all of them to be um to be postponed the governor of illinois i, I it's a story broke this morning was really trying to get it postponed and right. the dnc said no fuck you it's happening Um, and you know, I have my, I have my suspicions of why that may be, but like that, that aside, it's just like a fucking public health. It's just so deeply irresponsible. It doesn't align with orders coming from any, like anyone on the national state or city level. And I just don't understand how it is allowed to happen. It's, it's so fucked up. It makes me so mad because people are going to get sick because they voted like, yeah, yeah. Like is, it,
0: is the theory that they're just trying to jam this through so that Biden has a couple more big wins and then they can kind of argue for Sanders to drop out? Yep. What? Yeah, yeah
2: that, that seems to be the general. I mean, there, there's there been no one in the Biden camp that has advocated for postponing uh, the, the uh, primaries, which, you know. I, I just whatever I I can't fucking stand Biden personally. That's like yeah, it's, like, it's like being
1: like, in a class where like you got a C in, like going into like these midterms and like oh thank god like maybe shit'll get suspended and like I can get through to the end of the like the term with this passing grade because if I have to endure the rest I don't know what kind of grade I'm going to be like Right. it definitely exactly. makes sense for yeah. Biden to be like yeah fuck it let's just let's just try and coast as much as possible. This was like yeah. the greatest thing and especially yeah. after that debate uh There were moments where he was just not answering questions directly and was not sort of exuding the kind of- uh, Flat
2: out lying about shit, about his stance on social security and women's control of their own body. Like, it's just, it it makes me so, like, and, and to anyone that is like, oh, maybe I'm thinking about voting for Biden. Like, the fact that he gets on stage on Sunday night and is like, here's my plan for curbing coronavirus, but then no one from his camp is willing to say, hey, in-person voting is really dangerous right now. Like, yeah, what more it's evidence do you need? That, you know, this, like, I I just think it's so fucking sinister and horrible that, you know, the DNC is on this level where it's it's election tampering, and it's like, just, it's yeah it's voter suppression it's bad
1: yeah we'll yeah. see hopefully there'll be some uh, maybe uh, they'll probably be fallout from what like the things that are taking place because depending on how big of an impact it is you'd you'd hope uh that w- there would take a second to say like yeah yeah we shouldn't have done that uh maybe take a mulligan but again it's tom perez so yeah. Yeah. No, tom perez
2: was tom all perez. over yeah
0: was all over the news last night just kind of trying to ram things through, being like, yeah, I think, you know, they should do whatever they want to do. And it's, you know, he's not a public health official, uh, but he seemed to be strongly advocating that it was fine for people to all go out to the polls and vote in person. So
1: He kind of um, reminds me of uh, the character Mickey from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but he was the guy who he... He said, I'm a real bad guy. because <laughs> he <laughs> went to prison. He goes, Yeah, what'd you do? He goes, Yeah, you know those tags on mattresses that say do not remove under penalty of law. Yeah. Well I cut one of them off. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. I always think of Tom Perez when I see him. Why? Uh, Tom huh. What, what They just look, what they about? look similar? They do.
0: Oh, okay, got it, got it. <laughs> yeah. I thought there was like energy. something similar. Yeah, f-
2: I mean fuck Tom Perez. Fuck this whole situation. Like this is just yeah.
0: Well, uh the Big Brother cast in Germany has been bottled up. Uh no outside no uh communication with the outside world and since like the beginning the- of February. Yeah, February since 6th. Since the beginning yeah. of February. So there's going to be a televised special uh where they are in front of a Studio audience, I think, and they find out.
1: No, what, th- well, I guess it can't not in front, in front of a studio, a studio audience. That would be, yeah, that would be... But They're like,
2: guess what? There's this deadly disease, and everyone, everyone, get together to
1: tell them about it. No, because so they went in from February 6th. Like the whole point of Big Brother, if somehow you don't know what it is, people go into a basically a glass menagerie rigged with cameras and live their lives completely isolated from the rest of the world. There were new cast members who went in March 6th, so they may have brought in some information from that point, but most the most of the cash has been there since February 6th has no idea of really what the impact has been of, of COVID-19. And like the broadcaster in Germany was like, Yeah, we're not gonna tell them. And and people were like, wait, why? And basically saying it's like, okay, well, look, we're doing a lot of special hygiene measures, so they're gonna be fine. And maybe we'll lift the information blackout if like a family member of like a cast member gets sick. But everybody was like, no, you guys are fucking reckless. Like you need yeah. to like you can't just cut these people off from this kind of information because it's it has global ramifications. Um so they said, "All right, fine, live episode and we'll <laughs> tell them what's going on and then they can ask us questions about the state of the nation and the world at large." Ooh. As so well as
2: a Big Brother contested, ask about the state of right, yeah,
1: <laughs> and then they can also get like video messages from their relatives. But I think it's just, oh, that's nice, yeah. I don't, it's when I think about this, I'm like, would, yeah, yeah, I guess you'd want to know,
2: yeah, yeah you'd want to know, you would want to know. Well, because if like someone you knew is affected, you'd want to know.
1: Yeah, like if I had nothing to lose, if I was like, like a, you know, total lone wolf, big brother cast members, like I ain't got friends. I ain't got family. (laughs) That's why I'm going in the big brother house. Then I'd be like, why'd you fucking tell me this shit? But I guess, yeah, for everyone else, they'd be like, yeah, what the fuck? I have elderly relatives who I want to make sure they're safe.
2: I don't have... Yeah, I don't... This is just funny to me. I don't have the bandwidth to take issue with it. There's a few yeah. stories today that I'm just like, this is just fun. There's that whole... There's that story with um Jared Leto. Jared Leto just found out about coronavirus.
0: What? Wait, where was he? <laughs> Jared Leto... Just in a oh, sensory he, deprivation tank?
2: He was on a silent retreat is where this, <laughs> is where this motherfucker <laughs> oh. was for the last 12... So he tweeted out uh, like pretty close to this recording happening... Wow. 12 days ago I began a silent meditation in the desert. We were totally isolated. No phone, no communication. We had no idea what was happening outside the facility. Just Jared leto j- walked out today into a very different world, one that's changed forever. Mind-blowing to say the least. I'm getting message blah blah blah. Like he's just he's he just found out today. Wow. He, he was self-quarantining already.
1: I mean, what <laughs> what absolute privilege to you're, I know. you're like i just came back out to the world is like damn i was basically doing like shrooms and joshua tree for two <laughs> weeks straight yeah or yeah. a fucking medit whatever the fuck you want to call it look i've we've all meditated in the desert quote unquote mm-hmm. um and then just be like wow just it's mind-blowing huh all right well
2: it's really back to funny. being completely
1: disconnected from the pain of the world
2: it's, did, any, yeah. did that happen
0: at all with 9-11? Like, were were there any people who Ooh. just, like, were... Like, wh- I wonder what the longest period of time was for people not to find out about that and, like, the Kennedy assassination, if there were any people who are just, like, in a bunker somewhere.
2: Googling it. Let's see I if don't there's know. any celebs. I feel like
1: most people knew... Because who was that? What was that famous road trip of Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor, right? and, two, and who was the, the third? It <laughs> was the just most. the two of them.
0: Uh, and Elizabeth Taylor.
1: Yeah, just getting like we got to get the fuck out of town.
0: Brando, Jackson, Brando. Taylor. That's what it was.
1: Brando. Yeah. Whoa, what a <laughs> what a trio. weird group. I know. Next, what? O'Brien, Loftus, Gray.
2: They're right. <laughs>
1: That would be a
0: good uh, podcast. What if we just turned off the news and just continued podcasting daily without any in uh, any connection with the outside world?
1: Um, I don't. I, I it's like I think it's a double edged sword. Either it will be the most needed show on the face of the planet, or everyone's gonna be like, "This has absolutely no utility," and I need information.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I have um, a
1: feeling it's the one that people need in the world, though.
2: <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be any celebrities where whenever there's something horrible happens, there's always, I mean, it's like almost the Brian Williams thing, right? Where like some people are going to try to like, like someone's going to f- like, there's going to be a celebrity who's like, <laughs> I have Corona. And then later we'll be like, you didn't have Corona. You fuck. Yeah, you're right, like, I'm right. really, I
1: apologize for the deceptive I, statement I, I made. I apologize
2: for live streaming, not having Corona. Like it's
1: I just, was, yeah. I'm guilty of corona chasing which is clout <laughs> chasing uh, where you try and say you're afflicted with coronavirus
2: it's like yeah. it'll that that'll be a fun story many many months from now um, I hear
0: Steve Ranazizi's on the front lines of coronavirus Uh-oh. oh Steve
2: Ranazizi's out there uh-huh, uh-huh, and we're yeah. like all right fool he's me fighting on, the Steve virus Ranazzizzi. he's
1: fighting the virus molecules by hand
2: yeah <laughs> Seth, yeah, Seth, McFarlane almost, and... Seth, Mac, Seth MacFarlane's got that story where he's like, I almost got onto right, the plane, but, I slept in. but if I, well, no, he just was like, yeah, he was like hungover. It's like, if I wasn't yeah. uh, unwilling to address my problems, I would have
0: got... <laughs> Right. And, and that's when Mark Wahlberg began. has to live yeah. with the reality that had he been on that plane, he could have saved Nine, the oh yeah. america from 9 11 mark Wahlberg's
2: happening. gonna be out here like we all have, have our burdens, coronavirus you know? yeah it's true i i do i do like to watch it um yeah. i, have I a, do want to
0: see i can't wait till people start coming out with really horrible takes on on coronavirus but
2: oh for sure uh, i mean i yeah. want i want to give gwyneth the benefit of the doubt people are so hard on gwyneth Um, But, you know, we'll just see what comes out. We'll just see. (laughs) We'll see what they try. We'll see what they try to sell. Uh, A story that made me uh, laugh a lot because it's so dystopian, and it also just sounds like a word jumble of a cursed news story, is that that, it's just like news gibberish. News
0: magnets. News word magnets.
2: (laughs) RuPaul is... Fracking?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? What are you talking about?
2: Stop laughing about the RuPaul fracking story. There, fracking is horrible, but RuPaul. Wait, she's
1: fucking like
2: RuPaul gas
1: extraction fracking.
2: Okay, here's the story. RuPaul basically admitted on Fresh Air that he and his husband are fracking. So this comes from uh (laughs) this comes. This comes from Vulture. Uh, so uh, RuPaul's thrown down with Terry Gross. They're hanging out. Um, RuPaul and his husband, um, who's like an Australian guy named Georges Labar, they have this huge Hell ranch. Yes. I mean, of course, Georges Labar is fracking. Uh, they have <laughs> they have this huge ranch in Wyoming, and here is how RuPaul describes fracking. Um, Terry Gross says. Do you have like horses or cattle or a farm or and um, RuPaul says a modern ranch, 21st century ranch is really land management. You lease the mineral rights to oil companies and you sell water to oil companies and then you lease the grazing rights to different ranchers. So Mm -hmm. it's land management. Yeah, (laughs) it's what you do.
0: I mean, it's, Jamie, I'm sure it's what you do as well. I, li- I like it. I can't He put stop it in fracking. second person. <laughs> so,
2: so, so then um, a reporter did a little research, and they're like, mm, that sounds a little vague. Uh, let's see if this is fracking or not. And they checked in on just like the records attached to this ranch. Um, and so Georges Labar owns 66,000 acres um, on this ranch, uh, Labar's company, Labar Le Ranch, leases that land to at least three oil companies, um, and Anadarko, EMP Onshore, Chesapeake Operating, and Anschultz Oil Company. Uh, using Frack Tracker, which is a thing, Frack Tracker, uh, we looked at just 10,000 of those acres and found more than 35 active oil and gas wells. RuPaul is fracking.
1: Fracking, honey. Fracking, honey. Ooh. honey. Wow. Honey. Get and the least, least those land rights, least those mineral rights, RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: so, you know, make of it what you will. RuPaul's fracking. It apparently doesn't care enough to pretend that uh, he's not. He's
1: not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, y'all need to <laughs> I mean, forget that's... about drag queens. We need to get in with the frat queens. I know. Uh-huh. It's like, is
2: this going to be a theme of a season? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> frack queens?
2: Frack queen. I don't, oh God. I mean, how can you have AOC on your judging panel and then be a secretly fracking? That's shady. Well, I
1: think, you know, it's just like one of the things where that's how the mega rich, like when you get to a certain point, you hear how other wealthy people use their money. RuPaul probably had, I don't know what George's does but George's together Lomar. you know you look for like well we got we got a little bit of money what do we do people are like oh what you do is you know all it takes is that one person at a dinner party who's like this is what you do man this is what a lot of people are doing they're, they're buying up land yeah. in, 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 in Wyoming you lease a little bit out to ranchers that's fine i get that part but when you're like extracting the mineral like that shit oh it's so fucking terrible for the environment oh, but then like okay but what are the what are the rate what are the margins on it's that? a great
0: return Ooh, on investment though that, the roi oh uh, the ROI on fracking, on oil extraction, on uh addictive substances, those are yeah. all that's that's where you put your money, brother. If oh, you want I it mean, to grow. Yeah. When you oh, see the man.
1: ROI on these frack these frac on sites, these frac. oh my you are going to be gagging, honey.
2: You're going it's mm. <laughs> it that, sucks. That's,
0: it, it does suck, uh, especially because these huge company, like giant financial companies like Morgan Stanley are thinking about like withdrawing their money from uh, energy companies. Like uh, RuPaul should probably think about doing the same with his money.
1: I mean, after seeing RuPaul's Netflix show, oh boy, you know, Can't frack say. away because I don't know how you're recover from that
2: mess. Fra- I was trying Wait, to think of a the, way to say sachet away show? with frack.
1: It's a show where it's like RuPaul and, like, an orphan child, <laughs> like, are, like, an unlikely duo where...
2: It's AJ it's and the Queen. It's called AJ and the Queen,
1: where... I, and I watched way too much of it out of oh, loyalty to it. the to the drag race. Like um, It starts off, like, you think it's about RuPaul and this child, but the the first episode is, like, this whole thing where, like, RuPaul's character is, like, an older drag queen who is, like... Slowly getting edged out by the younger, more popular queens, and like she has a moment before she leaves her club where she throws her one last shade, and it's like at the end of it, it almost felt like RuPaul, like this was written for RuPaul to feel better about like like her place in drag or his place in drag. So it like, and huh. then you introduce this other character where like and there's just know, an orphan. Yeah, this kid AJ who's like like needs a place to stay, and they end up like to. It's just like I, I was having trouble finding the heart in it, or like it 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 didn't it wasn't the messy enough for it. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. look, that might be a really hot take. People might come for me, but I don't know. Uh, not definitely well, not one I kept watching though.
2: Well, what's I mean, and it was canceled already. But the uh the there someone responded to because I wrote I wrote honestly a pretty great poem about RuPaul fracking because I've got time. <laughs> Um, but someone responded saying that um, which is something I'd heard I forget what context I'd heard it in before but that like RuPaul also has like a really horrible reputation in the trans community Uh, and I did a little research on that and that appears to be uh, quite true so RuPaul might just like have an amazing community and suck as a person
1: right yeah I've read takes like that about uh, just even like how production is on her sets and things like that Hey man, you know when you get to a certain when you get to a certain level, you can either be a yeah. uh, a hero or you can be the enemy you used to talk shit about on your way up.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah, I so many icons behave like that. I would oh god. Can you what is Ellen doing right now? Is Ellen just like shooting people at her house? Like is she doing Ellen the hunt? Isn't yet. <laughs> Ellen I feel like Ellen's doing the hunt. You know, lay down like <laughs> in
1: the foyer of her mansion, Ellen. but like right. arranged in like the same way as like piano p- piano keys, and Ellen. she's jumping on them, and and their their command is when I jump on you, you're an A, you're an A, you you are an A sharp or B flat, and she then she's doing that scene by, from Big yeah. where they're doing chopsticks. Oh my god! But with people. She, yeah, and she's hopping. They're like.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> just based on their natural <laughs> the frequency that their vocal cords vibrate yep. at, she she's even collecting. and yeah she's
1: got grape she's got grape stomp woman there for the pies de resistance <laughs> like
2: <eddar> oh oh, 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 <inaudible> oh, oh <laughs> the grape, like, yeah, no, Ellen is just like Portia put on these like uh soundproof headphones and then she's just doing the hunt in her backyard, yeah, she's just and she's having. like fun. give me my
1: spiked shoes, I'm yeah. gonna do a piano solo. <laughs> Well
0: guys, we have done it again. Heroes, truly heroes, uh podcasting from the void. Uh Jamie, it's been a pleasure as always having you. Where hey. can people find you? Follow you?
2: Oh, you can uh, find me on on twitter.com uh at uh Jamie Loftus Help. You can find me on uh, Instagram at Jamie Christ Superstar. There's a lot of, um, I'm doing a couple of live streamed shows in the next couple of days. Uh, Nice. Comedians be going live. It's just what we do. Um, So Teresa Lee, uh, another uh, friend of us all, uh, organized with um, Barbara Gray, uh, a comedy quarantine show that's live streaming tomorrow from 6 to 9 Pacific, uh, you can follow... What's the name of the account? Um, you can follow at Comedy Quarantine on Instagram, and that's where the show's going to be.
1: Oh, wow. Um,
2: So, you know, yeah. And they're raising money for Ground Game LA, which is an organization that I love.
0: Nice. Awesome. And is there a tweet or some other work of social media that you've been enjoying?
2: That I've been enjoying? Yeah, I've been... Well, I've been kind of doing a lot of... um self-harm on the internet where I've been I'm still getting mensa blowback. Um oh no but it, it's it's funny. Someone someone uh saved me the trouble of finding a thread where someone posted a piece about the podcast on a mensa board and <laughs> within 10 comments had become Hitler wasn't actually that bad. Like within <laughs> 10 comments about something that, about me, like about me, it became, right. well, I don't, it was, you know, so you do love to see it. Yeah. Um, and so. So they proved you wrong, and then, clearly. I mean, they, they absolutely dunked on me. And then there's this, uh, <laughs> this Ariana Lenarski tweet uh, that I liked. She's at A-A-R-D-V-A-R-S-K. Ard, oh, Ardvarsk. I see. Okay. Uh, the, Here's the tweet. All the jokes we make now will be inside jokes. LOL. Hey. Hey. Made me laugh. Hey. Shout out to her.
0: Uh, Miles, where can people find you? And is there a tweet you've been enjoying?
1: Yes, you can find me on the internet at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray on PlayStation Network. Probably gonna be playing some Warzone with DJ Daniel throughout some of these evenings. Uh hop in, hop out, whatever you want to do. Yeah, also on my other podcast, uh 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra. If you haven't Uh, checked out the podcast what better time than now to support your your man miles and 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 sister Sophia on this show Uh, it's fantastic uh yeah we get high and watch 90 day fiance our favorite trash reality show a tweet that i like um is uh two from dana donnelly uh first one at dana donnelly she says please don't work out during quarantine let's just all let our bodies atrophy together Um, And then another one is Dana Donnelly, taking a big swing and texting anyone I've ever hooked up with, quote, so do you have anything you want to apologize for? (laughs) Damn.
0: Great time for that. First off, I want to shout out DJ B-Rads, a wonderful Twitter thread of quarantine resources. Uh, I'm going to be trying some of these out. Print, play, tabletop games. Uh, Free games, card games that you can play with one other person. Uh, I have been playing uh, the game War with my three year old. Uh, Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, because, you know, it's teaching him which numbers are higher uh, or. our neighbors told me about that in a FaceTime. Uh, that's also a fun thing to do with your children is FaceTime. Wait, you just friends. learned
1: about the game War?
0: No, I just hadn't thought about the fact that he oh. is at the point in his learning right. where like figuring out which number is higher is like a fun thing. Uh, yeah. And we did a, we did FaceTime with one of his friends. FaceTiming with your kids and their friends is also a fun thing to do right now. Little mm-hmm. semblance of normalcy uh but anyways uh djb read uh we we will uh put the thread that he put together in the footnotes and uh link off to that so you guys can check it out and then we'll uh report back on on some of the things that he tweeted off to or he linked off to uh and some other tweets i enjoyed uh patrick monahan a timeless tweet We love saying hup as we pick up something heavy, don't we, folks? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So true. And then Johan Miranda tweeted, I'm glad Mr. Peanut didn't live to see this. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Sam Flower uh, tweeted, Justin Bieber's song Yummy started the coronavirus. (laughs) <laughs> I believe that to be true.
1: yummy yummy. yummy. Uh,
0: you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. footnotes. Link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we write out on. Miles, what's that gonna be?
1: Uh, I wanna do a song, a cover. Uh, a Radiohead cover by Sia of Paranoid Android um I was was like man maybe we should do something light and then somehow I picked one of the spookiest tracks uh but (laughs) just Sia doing Paranoid Android with her the timbre of her voice and the way it's arranged is really amazing uh and I don't know, like, you know, there is there is a life-giving quality about her, her singing voice. So this is Paranoid Android by Sia.
0: And if that's too spooky for you, although you can use that, if somebody comes to your house and you don't want them there because of quarantine, you can just play that song and they'll feel like it's haunted. So it is, yeah, It is exactly. a very spooky song. Win-win. Yeah, win-win. Uh, but also, like I said, the Lil Uzi Vert and the J Electronic albums are both dope and uh, more upbeat if people want to check those out. All right, we're going to ride out on that. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And that's going to do it for this morning. Uh, we're going to be back this afternoon to tell you what is trending inside our bunkers. We will talk to you guys then. Bye. Bye
2: from all the